Hey guys, it's Jay. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Listen, if you are a new or aspiring nail technician, head on over to freenailclasses.com. And if it's not you, if you know someone or you know someone that knows someone, send them over to freenailclasses.com to take a free nail classes. Listen, it's easy to spend hundreds if not thousands of dollars on beauty classes, beauty courses, only to figure out that it's not for you. Wouldn't you feel a lot better if you were able to do that without spending that money? Head on over to freenailclasses.com and let's get started with today's episode of New Beauty with Jay Renee. Hey there, I'm Jay Renee and welcome to New Beauty with Jay Renee. I'm part of a group of underground beauty professionals and entrepreneurs that you've probably never heard of. We're beauty rebels. We didn't take the traditional path in life but we understand that beauty professionals have some of the most powerful hands in the world with the power to help people transform their lives every day. Yes, there are those that try to convince us that our industry is vain and it's superficial, but we prove them wrong every day because we have products and services that we know can change people's lives. We're pretty smart, so don't let our good looks fool you. Because we didn't take the traditional path in life, we have to do things differently. Because we're not weighed down by conventional thinking, we see things from a different perspective. Because of that, we can move differently. We recognize that the marketplace has changed and that we must do things smarter. How do we do this? It's not by asking for permission to do so, that's for sure. Sure, there are some that would like you to think that we aren't serious about business. But make no mistake, we're not here just to play dress up. We're the creatives, the loud ones, we're the weirdos. The ones who don't listen, the ones that are proud to blaze our own path and leave the way open for our colleagues to follow. We're misfits. We're troublemakers and showstoppers. We're beauty rebels. And don't forget, we're pretty smart. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of my trainings, marketing tips, and beauty business insider information, as well as interviews, chats, and my current thoughts. The beauty industry is changing, and it's more exciting than ever, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. The people in it are some of the most creative and talented in the world. So here you'll find great information on how to increase your profits and grow your business as a beauty industry professional. Have any questions? Would like to be featured? Looking for a speaker for your next event? Contact me through my website at jrenee.com. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast, review it and rate it, and send me an email at any time to give me some feedback. So let's get started on today's episode. Hey guys, it's Jay. I hope that you enjoyed chapter one and the beginning of the book, The Six Figure Stylist, Secrets to Exploding Your Beauty Industry Business and Creating Success by Design. As promised um, in this audiobook series, I'll be reading chapter two. So chapter two, how to get all the clients you want. There is no empty space. Something has to fill it. Life will find a way to fill it. Author unknown. Getting new clients is something we all want. One of the biggest problems I hear from professionals in the industry is that they find it hard to get them, but we must get them. It's something we need to do and do it continuously for as long as we plan to be in business. It doesn't have to be as hard as you think it is. There are ways to make it much easier. Why do we need to have a continuous stream of new clients? The answer should be obvious. It's not enough to have a few people being introduced into our business and knowing who we are and what we do if you want to have stable, predictable profits. 
We'll get into some specifics later, and if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. But for now, remember that new clients equal steady income. Someone once said to me that if they made a constant effort to get new clients, they would become overwhelmed and overbooked. I'm sure that she would figure that problem out if the time came. If you have a problem of having too many clients, this is a good problem to have. It increases your value and allows for even more opportunities to generate even more profits. Just remember that overbooking is not an option. It signals to your clients that their time is not important and that they are there for you as opposed to you being there for them. So if you find yourself being overbooked and running behind, it may be time for you to realize your value and to increase your um increase your, your prices um, a tad because um, obviously you're in demand. The, the kind of thinking that will destroy your business in this new era is not being attentive and not being understanding of your clients and what your potential clients want. You will have to make other accommodations. Increase your prices, again, create membership clubs, and hire staff to assist you in serving your clients better. If you notice, I've used the word client as opposed to customer most of the time. In my opinion, clients and customers are two different things. A customer is someone who will come into your business and purchase a product or service maybe once or twice. A client is someone that you have established a level of trust with. They make a decision to intentionally return to your business and to purchase products and services from you. So when I say that you will need to get clients, understand that you're not just going to have customers, but you will have clients, people who trust you and who realize your value as a professional and solicit your business because of that. Now, don't feel overwhelmed right now. This book is going to show you how to do it. And as always, if you have questions, let me know. Let's move forward. Being new customer ready. You want new clients. You know that you need new clients. Here's, a new, here's the big question. Are you ready for them? Are you new client ready? This question is tricky because most everyone would say, yes, of course I'm ready. And it may or may not be true. But when I ask this question, I want to know if you're mentally ready. You must have the mindset that allows you to get out there and make it known that, yes, you're ready for them. You must visibly seek them out and let them know that you as a professional are available to help them and that they can trust you to provide them with their desired products and services. Are you ever surprised when you hear a stylist complain about never hear, having a full book, but their attitude is that that but their attitude is one as if they're already booked and they have all the clients in the world. It's funny. Maybe they're being lazy, they're half-heartedly doing their job, are they consistently late? I mean, they consistently complain, but the list goes on and on and on. So here are some things I want you to be aware of so you can be sure that your business is actually ready for these clients because they're out there. They're looking for competent professionals and they have plenty of money to spend. So you understand that you're not simply preparing things logistically or physically within your business, but also preparing yourself mentally as well. You may not understand the importance of this at first, but anytime you're expanding your business, you're opening yourself up to new relationships. 
These clients are not just bodies or numbers. They're real, they're, they are real people. They have different personalities, different needs, different wants, and different desires. You must be ready and willing to address and accommodate them. Prepare yourself to understand what makes them tick, what their preferred communication style is. This is important not just for you if you have a larger business or organization, but it applies to everyone who was a part of that organization. Everyone on your team needs to be on board and ready as well. It would be foolish to think that you are the only one who needs to understand this concept, especially if you have a larger organization. It is crucial that anyone in your organization who has any kind of contact with your clients be prepared for them as well. A great way to ensure that everyone is on the same page is to have formal training for everyone. This will give you the opportunity to set the standard and to let your team know what to expect. Everyone must be on one accord. Reinforce your expectations through weekly meetings. They don't, they don't have to be long. 15 to 20 minutes um, is enough to ensure that everyone is consistently on board with, with, with what's expected of them on a daily basis. This will also give them the opportunity to ask questions and to get clarification for processes and procedures they may not understand. Now keep in mind that these meetings and trainings are different from your typical product knowledge classes or any kind of technical hands-on trainings. These meetings are specifically designated to your team's understanding of how to be mentally prepared and attentive to these clients and potential clients on a consistent basis. Now that you understand that concept of being new customer ready, let's move along. Why would these new people want to do business with you in the first place? What makes them want to give you their hard-earned money as opposed to giving it to someone else? These questions must be answered. You must be able to say what sets you apart from others because if you don't know what's special about you, you cannot expect others to know. If you're not sure, take a minute right now and let's try to figure it out. Grab some paper and something to write with and get some answers on paper now. I want you to write down five things that makes you special. Something that set things that set you and your business apart from everyone in this industry. These five things will play a very important part of your business moving forward. We're going to get the customers to buy into these strengths and qualities that set you apart. This is what's going to turn them into your clients. They need something to buy into. Why should they buy into your business? Why should they invest in you? Take some time and work this out. I also recommend that you do this exercise with your team as well. This will allow them to feel that they have a stake in your business, which they do. They really do. It makes them more invested in your business's success. They will be more ready and willing to have a part in making the success happen for you. I guarantee you that magic happens when your team sees that they are a part of the vision and that they will I'm telling you, they will move mountains to work for that vision as long as they feel a part of that vision and that they have a stake in that vision. So again, you must know the benefits of doing business with you and your company. And you must be able to articulate them. Now, once you and your team have an idea of what those benefits are, 
you'll need to figure out the best way to get those messages out to everyone who's interested or who could be potentially interested in your business. Even those who may not be interested directly in your business because you never know who's going to send you your next loyal client. Now, what do your clients want? How do you know which benefits are most desirable to your clients? That's where these next exercises come into play. This first one is simple. Ask them. (laughs) You can ask your current clients what are the most important things to them when patronizing businesses like yours. It's almost too easy, but the truth is that many professionals, dare I say most professionals, simply won't ask. This is simply one of the things that separates the princes from the paupers in this industry. The easiest thing for you to do is ask your clients what they desire most and deliver it to them. It's a win-win for everyone involved. You become seen as a miracle worker and you don't have to wander aimlessly hoping to find out what they want or, or spend thousands of dollars trying to figure it out. Another way to figure out how you can best serve clients will also give you an understanding of how you stack up against your competition. And more important, how to best set yourself apart from them. And that is to put yourself in your client's shoes. There are many ways to do this. The first is, again, to get a pen and a piece of paper, as you did before, and write down all the things you would want as a client. What qualities would you want most in a hairstylist or a makeup artist or a barber, etc., etc.? How do you want to be treated by the staff of, of that place of business? What are some of the things that would turn you off from that particular business? These are some things to think about. Now... I want you to really put yourself into the shoes of a client. I want you to actually go out and be a customer of another hair salon or beauty business of your choice. I want you to do this because you can see things more objectively this way. You notice things about other businesses that you may not readily notice about your own. When you patronize these other businesses, you can assess areas in your own business where you may need improvement and you will Also notice areas where you excel in comparison to those other businesses as well. If you notice these things, you better bet that other customers will notice them as well and clients will notice them as well. It is imperative that you have an understanding of the way you want your business to be seen by future potential clients and current clients as well. Because what you see from the inside is not always what they see from the outside. Now, a special note about visiting other places of business. You're not going to spy. You're not going to snoop. You're not going to steal ideas and concepts, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to, be, you're going to purchase products and services. You're going to be a true customer. You're not going to go in there being devious and facetious. You're going to go in there with great intentions um, and as a way to be objective to, to your business as well. And it shouldn't be too hard um, because obviously we, as beauty professionals, we patronize other professionals' business anyway. Now, it will pay also many times over for you also to have someone to come in to your business from the outside to give you a fresh set of eyes through which you can see your business. This person can be helpful in a multitude of ways. 
They can mystery shop your business, pretending to be a client to see if your team members are doing things as you wish them to be done. This is just one way they can be helpful. You should be able to figure out other ways they can be helpful based on what your needs are and based on what you're looking for and the results that you're looking for. It should be a professional who understands this new era of the industry and not just someone who's an ambassador of the way things used to work because those things no longer work. I'll mention here that um, in limited areas, on certain occasions, I'm available to do this. As a consultant, this is what I do. So feel free to contact me if this is something that you would be interested in um, because I can definitely help you. A fresh set of eyes is always a great way to increase your uh, revenue, your profits, because you can see where you are um, not performing to your best potential in terms of products and services and offerings and also um, a few other things as well. Now, this last exercise I want you to have some fun with. It's easier when you have some fun, so don't take it too seriously. I want you to pretend to create your own client. Not just any client, but a client that you would consider to be your ideal client. Create everything about them. Their name, marital status, income, profession, interest, age, educational level, etc. This client will not serve as a poster child for everyone who does business with you, but what it will do is even more important. This exercise will get you out of your ordinary way of thinking and to really understand the person behind the person who may walk into your business. Think of it this way. If you see a woman who walks into your business, she looks well-dressed, well-groomed, and ordinarily you may just see that woman for what she looks like on the surface. But doing this exercise will allow you to get familiar with who she is on a deeper level. Let's say the person you create has those same qualities. Um, by you creating the rest of who she is, it'll allow you to get a better understanding of things she may be interested in. If she has a great job, how'd she get that job? Did she go to college? Did she begin at the bottom of a company and work her way up? These things are important to you as a business owner because it allows you to understand a person who actually comes in to do business with you. It helps you understand what's important to them, what qualities they would admire in a professional, what traits of a business would they would most likely captivate them and make them a loyal client. Someone like her would want an environment that reflects at least on some level who she is as a person. An exercise like this allows you and your team the advantage of being able to answer every question a potential client asks about your business. When they ask you questions, they in fact want to know what you can do for them, what benefits will they gain, and why your business is the one for, for them, just like we discussed earlier. By doing this exercise, you and your team will have an idea which things are most likely to turn casual clients into recurring streams, streams of income. This also helps you focus on whom it is you're trying to reach and who your target is, so to speak. Target market, your target market meaning is a specified, determined portion of the population that's most likely to use your products and services. Understanding your target market is important because it is where you'll focus most of your efforts. There's no use in spending time or money to put yourself or your business in front of people who do not have the desire or the ability to do business with you. It's a waste of time, money, and resources and energy.
All of these exercises are great ways to get a better understanding of these new patrons of the new era of the beauty industry. If you will take the time to do them, you'll have a perspective that most professionals won't have. And this perspective alone is a major stepping stone in what elevates the best from the rest. You never know who's going to be your next loyal client. It could be the person you least expected. Using the exercises we mentioned previously and the powerful information you'll get from that get from those exercises will give you the ability to make yourself, your business, and your team as appealing as possible. Building rapport. The next thing I'm going to talk about is a crucial part of turning ordinary customers into clients and to people who do business with you on a regular basis. Once upon a time, this subject, I mean, it was widely known. Nowadays, in, the, in, the, in this wonderful technological age um, with, you know, computers and social media and all those things, you know, sometimes we don't really have a chance to to exercise should I say, um, these, uh, how should I say, to exercise these faculties. (laughs) So, but this is definitely one of the fundamental, long forgotten um, by too many of the professional industry, too many of professionals in the industry today. And that's building rapport. Rapport, in other words, is a special bond. It's a relationship. It's a link a connection, or an affinity to someone or to a business. Sometimes building rapport can, to others on the outside, appear to just happen automatically. It can seem like there are things being unconsciously communicated from one person to another, and to a degree it often is. You may know someone who seems to be known and people love them everywhere they go. When they walk into a place, it's like the show Cheers, like everyone knows their name. When people meet them, they sense that there's something about them, even though they may not be able to put a finger on it. That person is great at being able to build rapport with others. The benefits as a professional in the beauty industry with this quality, excuse me, with this quality are limitless. This industry is all about people and people want to feel good. Now, I don't want you to feel intimidated or worried Do not feel threatened if you've never been that kind of person. We'll go over a few tips that will allow you to step into that role whenever you want to. It's become far too commonplace nowadays for people to walk into a place of business and not even be acknowledged. This is the number one turnoff to a potential client. They're there to spend money, period. You don't deserve their money if you can't even see to it that they're properly greeted. You will be different. You will go above and beyond greeting them. You will engage them. You will be different. There must be something about you that will draw people in and make them drawn to you. And there will be. As you talk to them, be sure to maintain eye contact. Allow them to take hold of the conversation and ask questions. If you listen to them, they will tell you exactly what they want. Think of someone you like being around. Think of someone who, when they speak, you listen, no matter what the conversation is about, because you feel good listening to them. What is it that makes you feel that way? 
Think about it for a while. Because that is how you want people who come into contact with you feel about you and your business. It's all about how you make them feel. Let's take a minute here to talk about your business as well. The same applies to it. You may wonder, how can your business create a feeling? So look at it like this. The design of your space creates a feeling as well. Actions and the warmth of your staff. <laughs> you have to excuse me, my dog is snoring. <laughs> so the design of your space creates a feeling. The actions and warmth of your staff creates a feeling as well. The scent of your business creates a feeling. This is why great real estate agents have fresh baked cookies at open houses or brownies. They want people that come in to view that house to feel like they're at home. A fresh baked cookie scent makes you feel warm and comfortable. What scents can you use to evoke the desired feelings of people who walk into your business as opposed to smelling various chemicals? <laughs> I definitely want you to think about that. Now let's get back to you. Again, the keys to building rapport, a bond, and affinity with people are their feelings. If you consider yourself to be an introvert, it's okay. Believe it or not, I am one. I don't want you to fall apart here. It's not necessary for you to have a suave way of speaking or being smooth and having the gift of gab. You're not sweet-talking or co coercing them to do something they don't want to do. The goal is to first make them feel comfortable. This may actually be easier for introverts to do because often we are better at listening to others and are often more sensitive to other people's thoughts and feelings. As we discussed earlier, this is a key element in turning a customer or prospective customer into a client. So let's review a bit. It may seem like a lot of information, but it really is simple. You have a new person that walks into your business. It is crucial that they are greeted properly and that someone approaches them to assess their needs. This can be you or a member of your team. Let's say that it's you. You will approach them smiling, eager to understand what they're looking for. Ask them detailed questions. Go beyond the usual, can I help you with something? Because often they may not have a clue if you can help them or not. Ask them leading questions that will require a response other than a simple yes or no. Whatever their needs are, you must go above and beyond their expectations in order to differentiate yourself from others and position yourself the way that you want to be seen in their eyes, especially upon this first meeting. For example, let's pretend that customer A says that she's new to the area and is in the process of checking out salons. A lot of professionals will simply walk up to her and ask if they can help her, then give her general information about the salon, including products and services, etc. But your most important goal with her is to establish some sort of bond with her and to create a level of trust right off the bat. Simply giving a spiel about the services won't cut it. And let's be honest here. In a lot of salons, she will likely either be ignored or spoken to as if she was interrupting something. What you will do is ask her what brings her in. Ask her what part of town is her preference and why or why not. These questions will give you a better understanding of what's most important to her. Is it price? Is it distance? Etc. Some things that you think may be a problem for her or a factor for her may not be. So these are things that you need to know. Something such as distance 
may be an issue to some people, but not others, as I mentioned. It allows you to understand what level of, a, of importance that person is placing on what she wants. You can automatically assume that someone who drives 30 minutes across town passing 15 or 20 salons along the way is not just doing it because she loves to waste gas. She's doing it for a reason. Then, ask her what services are most important to her. Ask her what products she currently, currently is using. Ask her how often she's used to having her appointment scheduled. Ask her what her biggest issues are with her hair, skin, whatever she's in there looking for. These answers provide incredibly important information for you. Now that you have a good amount of information about what she's looking for, and you are thinking about how you can best help her, you need to do something that will get her attention, something that she will remember. You need to wow her here. She will assume that after you've asked and answered all the questions that you will send her on her way, but not so fast. The best way to wow her would be to show why your business is the place for her. Here's an opportunity for you right here to have her coming back for sure. Give her a tour of the salon, introduce team members along the way, being sure to highlight their best qualities and skills. Offer her a beverage if you haven't already. After all that talking, she'll definitely appreciate it. I know I would. After that, you should offer her complimentary service right off the bat, right then and there. This is your chance to really shine here. And it's not necessary for you to perform a lengthy service. It could be something different. If she mentioned earlier that her hair was lacking moisture, give her a conditioning treatment and a blowout. If you have a manicurist, offer a complimentary manicure. It could be a waxing service. It doesn't matter. The service doesn't matter as much as the fact that it will be a welcome surprise to her. And at the same time, it'll come at the best time to cement in her mind why your place of business is the best for her, which is right now at that moment. Customer A is very likely to come back because you began to bond with her. You attended to her needs when she first walked in. You asked questions and was generally interested in what she was looking for. You were professional and knowledgeable. And finally, you went above and beyond showing her around the business and making her feel at home and offering a complimentary service. Not only is customer A likely to return, but many of her friends and family will hear about the complimentary service that was offered to her. And for those people... Those people will potentially come into your business because of it. Think about how word of mouth spread. If you use this for many of the people who walk into your business or who are there for the first time, trust me, many, many more will follow. Another thing to keep in mind is that anytime you're out networking or you meet someone who is inquiring about what you do, treat them just like you would if they came into your business. Ask them the same questions and offer solutions to their problem. Obviously, you wouldn't be able to give them a free services right there, but you can extend that same offer. This will also keep new people coming into your place of business. Once they come in, work your magic to make them stay. The hardest part is already done, and that's getting them in the door in the first place. Remember to always be prepared. Have your business cards ready with correct and updated information to give to people while you're out and about. I also like to give out small trinkets. Something that will stand out from the rest. Something to be remembered by, you know, something that's seen as valuable to them. 
It could be small things such as travel or trial size version of, of your favorite products. Um, and, and, and samples or um, gifts. Something like this will be nice because they'll remember it. Understanding the value of people who walk into your business and the people that you meet while you're out and about will definitely create a, sur create a surge of great people for you to turn into your clients. By providing value, understanding the needs of others, and demonstrating how you can be the one to meet those needs, you will have positioned yourself ahead of the majority of professionals that have overlooked some of the most important and fundamental things of this business. And trust me, you will see the benefit. The power of multiplication. Just about everyone knows that it's a great idea to ask their clients for a referral. After all, what's better than getting a recommendation from someone who's likely a friend or family member, right? Where most stylists fall flat is understanding how to actually rec get people to recommend them to their network. It would be lovely if they would just do so because you asked them, right? It would be great if they did so because you perform such great services for them, right? And it will be wonderful if they did so because they've been <clears throat> your clients for years, right? I mean, it would be great if they did all these things for all these reasons, but the chances are really slim for them to actually do that. <clears throat> Excuse me. So don't count on it. In the event that you do have a client who refers people to you, it's wonderful. And you should definitely reward them regularly and show them your appreciation. Two things that will drive clients to refer uh, people to you for your products and services are incentives and other things like that. Your clients need to be motivated to do so. They are people like everyone else. In a perfect world, we would all do things just because they're the right things to do. But it's just not how we work. You will need to do something to give them something or offer them something to make them want to refer people to you. There must be a reason more than just for being for the greater good of your business. There needs to be something in it for that client. And not just anything. It needs to be something that they want. Something that they desire or something that they need or something that feels good to them. Now, I can't tell you what to do exactly or what to specifically offer them at this time. If you reach out to me, then we can have a, a consultation and I can help you once I know more about your business. But I'll tell you this. Offering them the standard 10, 15, or 20% off the service is not really going to make them budge. If they have to calculate the value of what it is you're offering to them, forget about it. These clients need to see the value in whatever you're offering to them right away. For example, if it were my client and she's on the books for either a shampoo and set or shampoo blow dry every, every two weeks, I would offer one of those services for her for free every time she referred a new client to my business. Too many stylists would see that free service as a loss of income, but I'm going to help you see the bigger picture. Let's say she referred a friend to me who will get that same service. And that friend, too, decides to schedule her appointment every two weeks. That one client has increased your yearly income by $1,000 minimum, not including tips. That's only if she comes in every once in a while. Obviously, 
this is an extremely conservative number because in reality, this is on the, the lower end um, price and it depends on where you are. And the chances are that this customer or potential client will be receiving more expensive services such as color relaxers, uh, moisturizing treatments, um, hair extensions, et cetera, et cetera. If your business offers higher price services such as, um, you know, again, extensions and uh, last services, et cetera, et cetera, one new client will mean even more to you. So you may say, oh, I'm sacrificing $45 one time, but if that client is going to bring you another $1,000, then, you know, I would say that's worth it. And if you can get each one to give, recommend another one, it'll, it's, it's not hard to increase your income by fifteen, twenty, or $30,000 a year. And that's just from one set of referrals. If you have a larger business with more stylists, you do the math. Now let's, again, look at multiplication. This is where the magic can happen. Again, that one new client refers another one that refers another and so on and so on. Just one referral from your client and just one referral from each one that becomes your client down the line will lead to incredible profits simply because you offer one complimentary services. One complimentary service. So all without, this is all without having to spend any money on any, kind, any other kind of marketing or advertising. Be creative in deciding what your incentives are going to be. Remember, they need to see the value in them immediately. Red carpet treatment. One of the best things you could do for those wonderful clients that bring you business and who uh, patronize you on a regular basis is to celebrate them. I su suggest having a VIP client, uh, client appreciation event on a regular basis. Make it a big deal because it is a big deal for them to value you enough to do business with you and also to refer business to you. Honor your top refer of the month or the, the period, the quarter, you know, half a year or whatever with some type of award or recognition. Give them a prize that they and others would love and, and would want so much that they're going to work for it. If you have parking spaces, just as you um, would for, um, if you have a, a nice parking area with parking spaces, just as you would have a, an employee of the month, you can have a special place for the top client referrer of the month. Someone would love that to be able to pull up to a salon and that be their parking spot for the month, for the quarter, et cetera, et cetera. People will work hard for that. Some other things that could work would be to offer a month's free service or exclusive service hours just for them. Obviously, you'll work out the numbers, but this sort of program will, I'm telling you, I promise you, I'll guarantee you, dramatically transform your business. Whatever it is, make it a big deal. Make them say, I want that. Be sure to photograph your event and share photos and details the event of the event to, to create more interest. Allow them to share it on their social media, your social media pages, tag, and all these things. Press releases, um, alert the media, etc., etc., especially in your, your local areas. There will be so many strategies in this book that you can use to explode your business. So do not feel overwhelmed if you cannot do everything all at one time. Everything may not be for you. Pick one or two or three or a few to get started on right away. And as you make progress, come back and try some more. 
Getting referrals create magic for professionals in their business. I'm telling you, you know how to get them. You're, you'll, it's it's going to be magic. I really recommend you putting together a system to get them, just like I mentioned above, because you will not be disappointed. It's very important. Websites. We cannot talk about getting all the clients you want without talking about websites. Now, websites are very important to your business. And if for some reason you don't have one, it needs to change immediately. Just as sure as you need a phone within your business to run it, it's almost just important for you to have a website. Now, I get it. Social media is great. It's wonderful. But you need a website to be able to direct people to your website so they can get all the information they need from you is crucial. Um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, all those things are great because the business that we're in are, are visual businesses. So it's great for, for people to be able to see what's going on and see your products and services. But you need a website. Websites extend the reach of your business further than you could ever imagine in years gone by and even now. People come to your website because they're interested in finding more about you or they're searching for someone like you. They want to either make a purchase uh, of some kind or learn how they can obtain your services. So be sure to give them all the information they'll need to make an informed decision. A great website will help build your business. A website is made up of several pages, starting with your homepage. Some of this will be review for some of you, so we'll go through it anyway. Uh, and some of you listen anyway because you'll find some things that you may not have included. If a client does a search on salons in the area, the results will show listing of all the websites that meet their search criteria. When a customer finishes a search, they'll have a list of websites to choose from. Let's say they click on a link and it's taken to your website. The first page they will land on will be your homepage. Your homepage is the most important real estate on your website. You can win or lose a customer with this page. If the page takes a long time to load or if it's jumbled and it's hard to look at, you can lose a potential client. A list of things that will be helpful on your homepage would be information about your business, where it's located, Pictures, you can link it um, to your social media or have your social media uh, information right there from your homepage so it's easily accessible. Um, of course, your contact information. And a blog or news section uh, is recommended also for updates and information of what's going on in your business. The information about the business, where it's located, pictures and contact information is pretty self-explanatory. So I'll just mention some of them briefly here. Actually, I'll just mention briefly here the blog or news section. In this section of your site, you can give clients and potential clients information about upcoming events that are happening in your salon or your business. You can provide them with tips to help them prolong their services. You can offer product discounts. The list goes on. This section is very important because it allows you the ability to have an ongoing dialogue with people who are interested in your business. With the blog section, You'll have the option to allow comments and feedback, which can be invaluable coming from clients and potential clients. It provides a place for them to tell you what they want and to give you their opinions. A blog or news section on your homepage can also help establish trust by providing helpful information that you can prove that they can use 
um, and this will help prove to them that you are the qualified professional that they are looking for. Another page you may have on your website is the About Us page. This page can include information that shows how long you've been in business, your training, special skills, and what sets you and your business apart from others. You can also include anything else that's relevant to your business. You can add information about your team members, the products and services you offer. You can make your About Us page as detailed as you like. You can include pictures, a brief bio of everyone on your team. Your choices are endless. Just remember that the About Us page means just that. It's a chance for you to tell potential clients a bit about who you are and how you can help them. Next is your contact page. We mentioned earlier that you'll have your contact information on your home page where it's readily seen, but it's also important for you to have a contact page as well that'll give potential clients and current clients the information on how to contact you. Just like the last page we discussed, this page can be as detailed or simple as you like. You can simply have your name, email address, phone number, social media accounts available for them to see, or you can add a contact box where they can communicate with you directly within your site. For example, with the contact box, you can have them contact you directly with questions about products, services, or whatever else they want to ask you about. Once they fill out the contact form and cl click the submit button, the message will be delivered directly to you via email. From there, you have the option of responding whenever and however you find it convenient. Contact boxes are great for getting information to potential clients that may, they may be hesitant to pick up the phone. Not everyone's going to be confident or comfortable enough to pick up the phone to call you to ask you for questions. You should note that more people will be comfortable initially sending a message this way. I could do a whole lecture on ways that you can use contact boxes, but I'm not going to do it here. You should have a good idea of, I'm sure what they are now, I'm sure you've seen them um, on other websites as well. So just remember, the contact page is very important. You want people that come to your site to contact you. Make it easy for them to do so. A few other things about your website really quick. Avoid using um, flash animation or graphics that require a flash player. You may feel like it's going to make your site fancy, but what it does for the most part is makes your site um, harder to access, it takes longer to download, and a lot of the uh, bots that crawl for websites, they don't really like it. It take, uh, they don't like it because of the fact that it takes a period, long time, a long time to load, etc., etc. And if you think a potential client is going to sit and wait for your website to load, forget about it. The last thing you want your client to associate you with, especially in the beginning, is waiting. If they have to wait for your website to load, they'll assume that they'll be waiting for you in the salon as well. Either case is bad for business. Keep in mind that more and more people are accessing the web from their cell phones and portable devices. Using items that require flash, again, can affect those trying to view from those devices as well. The bottom line is if you want to be sure that you're allowing as many people as possible the chance to connect with you, don't use items that require the flash player. You want to be sure that everything is clear and legible on your site. You want to be sure that everything can be read easily and that your information is organized in a way that makes your website easy to navigate. Make it easy for them to get from page to page without being frustrated and confused. 
Have, some, have fun with your website. Be sure that it is reflective of your business and the way that you want it to be reflected. Use properly. Your website will be a great, great, wonderful new client acquisition tool. It will be great for maintaining contact with clients, both current and future clients. You have so many options. Just be careful of adding things just for the sake of adding them to your website. If what you're adding does not convert into profit in your pocket, you may want to consider you may want to reconsider adding them to your site. Now, hosting and sponsoring events. You want a little known secret about how successful businesses continuously bring in new people to do business with them? What so many successful businesses do to have a seemingly endless flow of potential clients? What they do is they sponsor and they host events. All kinds of events. You name it. Media events, nonprofit events, fairs, fashion shows, hair shows, the list goes on. Whatever the event, it will be beneficial to you because people view companies and businesses that host and sponsor events as being influential. There's a certain status that comes along with taking on the responsibility of coordinating these kinds of events. These events create tremendous opportunities for you to get your name out to people and to network with them. It provides you with the perfect opportunity to share who you are, what you have going on, and to position yourself as being the most qualified professional to handle all of their needs. These events will give you great amounts of exposure, and that's really what it's all about. Putting yourself in front of people who want to do business with you and to share the benefits of doing business with you without having to sell them. What I mean by selling them is that as a professional, when you meet someone who happens to be a potential client, you may sometimes find yourself trying too hard to please them. You may find yourself pushing your services on them, and this is not what you want. What you want is for them to be eager to do business with you. And that's what events do. That's what events do for you. The possibilities are endless. You can collaborate with other businesses that compete or do not compete directly with you. Uh, for example, other businesses in the beauty industry or with other businesses in your local area that you know whose products and services are valuable to your clients and potential clients as well. Think of things that could benefit, that they could benefit from. You can work together with these businesses to share the expenses, to limit your out-of-pocket costs, and at the same time provide valuable products and services for everyone. These types of events you can host and sponsor can come in all shapes and sizes. The types of events that you can create are endless. I'll leave you to figure it out what works for you, but if you need any ideas, incentives, please, again, reach out to me and let me know. If you need an idea on how to do something like this, let's say you host a customer appreciation party for your clients at your salon. You invite all of your current client base, everyone they know, and extend the invitation to practically everyone in your market. You alert everyone who keeps in contact via social media. You put an invitation on your website and you alert friends and family. You have food, cocktails, entertainment, and prizes. At this particular event, it would be smart to give away free products or samples of free products and coupons for services. Let's face it, everyone gets excited about prizes, so use it to your advantage. 
Make your event a good time. And I guarantee you that whoever is in attendance, if they're not already a client of yours, they will be. be remember to be sure to take photos, plenty of photos to share. These kinds of events allow for people to be able to get a feel for your business without being pressured to buy. They, they don't want to feel sold. If anything, they will be trying to sell you on why they should be one of your clients. Have fun with your events. The, the, the possibilities are endless. Getting new clients are important to every business in this new area of the beauty industry. Rather than looking at this as a boring chore, have fun with it. Enjoy meeting new people and having the opportunity to share the benefits of what you have to offer. Trust me, they will come. This will conclude chapter two, how to get all the clients you want. If you have questions about anything I've discussed in this chapter, please feel free to reach out to me. Visit me on the website, www.jjayerenee.com. You can find me on Instagram at beautyindustryj. And don't forget to share this podcast, to review it, to share it with friends, and come back to listen to uh, chapter three. Chapter three is how to keep your clients for life. And we'll discuss that in the next episode of New Beauty with J. Renee. I love you for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of New Beauty with J. Renee. If you have any questions or would like clarity on anything you heard today, please feel free to send me an email at jjaye at jrenee.com. I will be more than happy to answer any and all of your questions. You can stay up to date with what's going on in my world by heading over to my website at jrenee.com. And fellow beauty rebels, you can follow me on Instagram at beautyindustryj. That's J-A-Y-E. If you would like more information on how to hang with fellow beauty rebels, send me a direct message or private message on Instagram. Oh yeah, don't forget you can get a free copy of my book, The Six Figure Stylist, Secrets to Exploding Your Beauty Industry Business and Creating Success by Design by going to thesixfigurestylist.com. That's the six figure stylist with the six, the number six. Join me next time and remember you and your clients are just one hand away from what you want. I'll talk to you next time.